so thankful we know the master master of every circumstance master of every situation Lord the master of our lives Lord we're so thankful we can bow our heads before a living God God that's the I am not the I was or will be but the God of today Lord we just commit this service to your hand Lord we just ask that you would just help us Father step out of the way Lord just move, Lord, we pray in the midst of your people. See the ones that are gathered here, Lord. You know their needs. You know their situations. You know the things that they battle in their lives through the week. And God, we just ask you to just move, we pray. God, come and show yourself among us, alive and well, living in us to tell the world that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you now for this opportunity. In Jesus' name. And turn to Revelations 3. It's just good to be here once again here tonight. Amen. And come to worship the Lord. We have different ones that's with us. We sure want to make welcome uh, Nita Hamilton that's with us. God bless you. Amen. Just look around. This is why we built this building, to make room for the prodigals to come home. Amen. And so welcome here tonight. Amen. And I hope you're ready to have a celebration. <laughs> Amen. This is just one of many. God moving and turning hearts and bringing them back. Amen. It ought to put something in our hearts today to rejoice. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing, what you promised you'd do. You're doing. Amen. And all, all the others that are here tonight. Amen. Brother James, God bless you. Different ones. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Revelations 3 and verse 14 says, These things... Saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Also, I'd just like to remember the, the um, Bible verse there in Hebrews 13 and verse 8. That Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. We'll let you be seated. It's been kind of on a little trail here of the same power, the same spirit. Tonight I'd like to speak again on a little further on the same God. Amen. Because I'm thankful he's the same God. I'm thankful I woke up today and he's the same God he was yesterday. Amen. He didn't change, but his attributes are the same. Everything about him is the same. Amen. If you want to see what he is today, go see what he was yesterday because that's what he is today. Amen. If you're worried about what he will be tomorrow, just see what he was today. Amen. And so we read here in Revelation 3 and verse 14, it's actually speaking particularly to our age and to our time, the Laodicean church age. And he says, these things saith the amen, the faithful and true witness. And he gets all the way. Now, this is not just saying he became faithful or true during our time, but he's ending up all of these ages and he's saying these things saith the faithful and true witness. In other words, he's been faithful through it all. 
Amen. From the beginning of the world through creation, through the time that we're in, we can look at every time, every type in the Bible, and we can come away with nothing but the same conclusion that he's faithful. Amen. And I want to go through a few scriptures of his faithfulness for a moment. In Deuteronomy 7 and verse 9, it says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God. Amen. Which keepeth the covenant and mercy to them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Amen. He's a faithful God. He's God. And not only is he God, he's a faithful God. First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.9 says, God is faithful by whom you are called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Also in chapter 10 and verse 13, it says, there's no temptation taking you but such as common to man, but God is faithful. Amen. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you might be able to bear it. Second Timothy 2 and verse 13 says, if we believe not, yet he abideth faithful. Amen. Through, even through all of our unbelief, he's still faithful. Amen. Every one of us can testify tonight that no matter where we were in our lives and our unfaithfulness to God and the things that we've done and all those things and then maybe denying God and things, we, can, we, can, we have to come back to the moment that through it all, he's faithful. Amen. And he can, before he cannot deny himself, and I'm thankful for that. Amen. Romans 3 and verse 3 says, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Amen. So even through our own unbelief and through others' unbelief, God is still faithful. Even though we may not see it, we may not know how he's doing it, we may not can understand it, uh, we may even deny it for some time, we may well, may well just try to tune it out and put it somewhere, but even all through our life, through, through our, our, our running, through our neglect, whatever, God is faithful. Amen. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 3 says, But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Amen. If, and also in 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. So we serve a faithful God. And we can say in this generation that we're living, amen, he came on in, the, in our time to declare himself to be the same God, to be the same one that brought the children of Israel out of bondage, the same one who walked with them down through the desert, the same one that took them into the promised land, the same one that led them and guided them all through the times of the judges and all down through Samuel and the kings and all down through the Bible, one who brought Ruth out of her position and brought Esther to her position. It was God who was faithful. Amen. He was declaring himself time after time after time that I am faithful. I, I will not deny myself. I will do what I said I would do. I'll keep my words. I'll keep my promises. They will not one of them fall to the wayside. Amen. I will keep my promise. Hallelujah. And we can also say that he will keep his seeds. Amen. There's not one that's going to fall to the wayside. There's not one that's not going to come up and bring forth fruit. But if it's a seed of God, it'll break through every hell that the devil can put upon it. It'll break through every trial, every, every temptation because he is faithful. He will make a way when there seems to be no way. It's the most wonderful description of the attributes of our God, our Lord Jesus Christ. These words, amen, have we read the faithful and true, the, witness, the true witness, the amen of God, just makes us want to shout. Because no matter how bad your day's been today, he's faithful. 
No matter how bad the year's been for you, he's faithful. No matter how bad your life's been, he's faithful. No matter what you're going through, he's faithful. Hallelujah. We can all declare that tonight. That no matter where our, 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 our th- things are happening in our lives and we can't handle, we don't know what to do, we don't know where to turn to, we can still say, he's faithful. Amen. These words makes me want to shout today. Because I can look through the clouds of unbelief and I can look through all the things the devil tries to put upon me and I can still declare that no matter what I'm going through, I serve a faithful God. Jesus has given us this description of himself in relation, though, to the last age. It's the time that we're living in. Listen, he knew exactly what you would be facing. He knew exactly the troubles you would be going through. He knew exactly the, uh, the trials. He knew exactly the devils that were being released in this age. He knew all about it. Amen. And so he's given him you and the description that no matter what you're in right now, I am the faithful and true witness. I am the amen. This amen is, 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 is thus saith the amen. Jesus is the amen of God. Jesus is so let it be of God. Amen stands for finality. Amen stands for approval. Amen stands for prevailing promise. It stands for an unchanging promise. It stands for the seal of God. He said, I am the amen. In other words, I am the final voice. Hallelujah, the devil is not the final voice in your life. The devil is not the final answer. He's not the final solution. God is a final voice. We find as the day of grace closes and the millennium is coming very shortly, we can read in Isaiah 65 and verse 16, it says, he who blessed himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. Oh, I'm glad he's a God of truth. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a God of truth. He's not a God of lies or a, or a God of a make-believe, of sandcastle somewhere in the sweet pie and by. He's a God of truth. If he said there's going to be a millennium, there's going to be a millennium. If he said there's going to be a new, new heavens and a new earth, there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth. If he said there's going to be a body change, there's going to be a body change because he is the God of truth. Amen. Hallelujah. He that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten, because they are hid from my eyes. For behold, I created new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall be remembered, nor come unto mine. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For, I, for behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing, and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people, and the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor in the voice of crying. This is about the new Jerusalem. It's a new, it's a millennium that we're going to. Hallelujah. Amen. And also in verse 16, it says that he who blessed himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. Yeah, it's it's speaking of the God of the amen. The truth is saying, is the same as saying the God of the amen. In other words, he does not back up a lie. He's a God of truth. Amen. He's a God of amen. So you shall bless himself, shall bless himself in the God of the amen. He that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of the amen. Because the former troubles are forgotten. Because he has, re- he has said amen. He has brought a finish to all of those things. So here in Jehovah, the Old Testament, we can read is the God of the amen. Right. amen. 
And so not only is he the God of the Amen in the Old Testament, Jesus is the New, in the New Testament is also the God of the Amen. So he's showing you through all through scriptures, I'm the same God. Amen. So, amen, the God of the old is the God of the amen. The God of the new is the God of the amen because it's the same God. Hallelujah. The New Testament does not reveal another God. It reveals the further revelations of the same and one true living God. Amen. He talked about one God. Now, in the last stage, we come back to this point. The most important revelation in the whole Bible is Jesus is God. Same God, the same one that opened the Red Seas, the same one that spoke to Abraham under the, under the tree there on the plains of Mamre, the same God that walked all the way down through the Old Testament. We find him there in the fiery furnace. We find him there in the lion's den, and we find him now coming, amen, as a babe in a manger and living a life as a human. What was it? It was the same God. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the God of the amen. He never changes. What he does never changes. What he says, it stands fast. All devils of hell can come against it. It'll stand. His word will stand. Now, if you in this hour have become the word made flesh by being the born of the same spirit of God, then his word cannot fail. That means you cannot fail. That means all devils in hell can come against you and you will remain. Because he said there would be someone who is alive and remains. Aren't you glad you serve that kind of God? Now I'd be a little nervous about serving a God if I didn't know today if he thought the same about me as he did yesterday. Amen. Or last week, you know, something happened and he changed his mind. God don't change his mind about you. Amen. You can go, we, every one of us have things in our lives that we've done in our past. God didn't change his mind about you. He didn't get down there and say, well, he's too dr- much of a drug. He's too much of a drunk. He's too much of whatever. She's too much of whatever. I'm just going to cast him aside. No, I'm thank God he didn't throw the clay away. Amen. But he still thought about me. He still had the same thoughts about me. And he knew who I was at the beginning. I was going to come forth at the end. Amen. Couldn't help but be because I'm a gene of God. He is the amen and he won't change. That means whatever he said is final. And so if he said there's going to be an overcomer in this age, it's final. There's nothing the devil can do about it. Come on, somebody. He said I will have an overcomer. There will be an overcomer. He said there would be a bride without spot, without wrinkle. There has to be a bride without spot, without wrinkle. I can't bring it to pass. He has to bring it to pass. He's an amen. He's the same God. Aren't you glad to serve that kind of God? Aren't you glad that he ain't changed his mind about you? You can know exactly where you are with him at any time and all time. He is the amen God and won't change. It means whatever he said is final. It means that whatever he said to the first age and to the second age and to all the other ages is true and it will not be changed. It will be exactly what he said because he said it is, he is the amen, so let it be. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be torn down. The devils can't turn it around. He said amen. Oh, yeah. He's a faithful and true witness. 
He's a faithful God. We, we, he's a faithful God that, that is there for us in every situation. Let me go on down for here for a moment. Amen. As we look at these wonderful truths that we have, 1 Timothy 3 and verse 16 says, And without controversy, controversy great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preaching of the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. Who was? God. The same God that spoke to Abraham. The same God that spoke to Moses was now coming born in a virgin. It was the same God. Amen. It was there. It was God. It was the same God. Amen. The one true living God. And amen. As we look at these things, we can see the great Jehovah that appeared in Israel in the pillar of fire. As the angel of covenant, he lived that pillar of fire and led Israel daily. He was the same God that was at the temple. Amen. He was the same God that walked the shores of Dick Galilee. It's the same God all the way through. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Why are we, why are we laying this in so, so heavy and so much? It's because I want you to understand. He's your God today. Amen. The same one that can open the waters and lead children across on dry land is the one that can make a way for you where there seems to be no way. Amen. The same one that helped David and his face in the Goliath is the same one that anoints you to overcome the power that's against you. He's the same God. Manifested in a virgin-born body, the God that tabernacled above the tents of Israel, or now on himself a tent, took on himself a tent of flesh and tabernacled among men. He was the same God. The Bible teaches that God was in Christ. The body was Jesus. In him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Nothing can be plainer than that. It's the truth. He's the God of the Amen. The same God was made flesh. Amen. And so, amen. So we want to bring it on down further than that. He's the same God today in flesh. Hallelujah. Overcoming him just like he did 2,000 years ago. Overcoming him just like he did when he opened the Red Sea or the, shut the mouths of lions or go through all the whatever story you want to bring up. He's the same God today. Working in flesh again. And men and women, children of God, it is the same God living in you. Here God, he said every person in here, Brother Brown said this, he said every person in here can live above sin, can live without sin. Wow. Live in God. Oh, you might make, make a mistake, but the blood of Christ will forgive you. Father, forgive them for they know what, what they do. Is that right? That same power of Christ that hung on Calvary's cross, there's the same God that raised him up on the day of resurrection, is in you now, you that have the Holy Ghost. Hear his voice calling you today, he says. Move him up to your close bosom and say, say, oh, Lord Jesus, I've been a little different. But on this day, I realize who you are. I once worshipped you as a little baby in a manger. Seeing you back there, a little bitty, young teenager, 1,900 years ago. Oh, if I could have been with them in Jerusalem. But today, you're not in a cradle. You're not in a manger. You're now in living beings living in us. Amen. The creator, the thing that created the world, he created the heavens, he created the earth, he created man. It's right now in every individual that's got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. 
Oh, yeah. He's the Holy Ghost. He's in you. He is the hope of glory. Look here in the Old Testament. See where they tore their bodies apart, them dead beasts. Contracts were made. And today God's made a contract. Not because you were good. Oh, hallelujah. He made a contract not because you was good. Oh, if I can just get good enough, you'll never get good enough. It's the blood of Jesus that makes you good enough. Amen. It's the blood of Jesus that makes us who we are today. We none of us come to the point that we're good enough. It's the blood of Jesus that makes us that way. Amen. It's not because you are good enough. It's not because you go to a certain church or you're a good member of some society. You can be ever so good. You can live a, live a clean life. You can go to church every day. You can sacrifice every day. You can give all your money. You can give up all the sins of the world. Live just as true and you'll miss heaven just as far as the east is from the west. It isn't by goodness we're saved, but it's by his mercy and grace. Amen. It isn't by goodness, but see, God wanted to make sons and daughters. Goodness don't make them. Make them. The Spirit of God makes them. It is the same God living in them. How could the Holy Ghost be complete? Unless there was another vessel for the two contracts to come together. (laughs) He wants to make a contract. So he's looking for word to word, life to life, seed to seed, body to body, the Holy Ghost coming into the body to complete the contract. Amen. This is what God is doing. He's not, it's not just God somewhere in the way, way yonder somewhere. It's God in here tonight. It's not even God in this air up here somewhere floating around. It's God sitting on pews. That's what we're interested in. It's where God is today. Amen. He says, see, he says, see here, there's a drawing power. The drawing power is not from church. It's not from a pastor. It's from glory. The baptism of the Holy Ghost moving down in life's channel to draw up a church. The power of God, the access to his life. Zoe, these things that I do, also, you shall do also greater than these shall you do. He was persecuted, laughed at, made fun of, died, went to a grave. But he was true. He was, had the fullness of the spirit of God in him. And God raised him up. And if we go the same way, so shall we come out. It's the same God that was in the apostles. Our Lord Jesus Christ is, is, is with us undisputably today. Even science has to say it's so. The world, through Christians, through the church, through everything is perfectly vindicated. It's the same today. Both New and Old Testament, the God of the old was the Jesus of the new. And he's the Holy Spirit of today. Hallelujah, it's the same God. Even if Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, he's now living in his church. He's got to be producing the same things that he did 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah, these things that I do shall ye do also. You can't help it. We're not going around seeking for signs and wonders. Signs and wonders follow them that believe. Because it's the same power. It's the same life. Jesus didn't go around seeking for signs and wonders. Signs and wonders followed him. Because it was who he was. He couldn't help it. The church of the living God can't help it. Oh, glory. Can't help but have healings. Can't help but have deliverances. 
Can't help but have souls filled with the Holy Ghost. Why? It's who we are. We're living pistols read of all men. It's a living God living in hearts and lives. We can't help who we are. Because the same God of the Old Testament, the same of the New, is the Holy Spirit of today working and breathing and living in His church. I believe that the same resurrected Jesus Christ manifests Himself every service in power and signs and wonders. If you don't believe it, you need to start coming expecting it. Amen. I believe that this great commotion is going on. People say, well, they lost their minds. They're a bunch of fanatics. It's a bunch of people that sold out. We burned every bridge behind us. We're serving God. We're believing in him. We're believing in his signs. We're believing in his wonders. We're believing in his miracles. Oh, they can call us what they want to. I believe that Jesus, Christ has reincarnated in flesh. In a church. In a human church here on earth, doing the same things he did back then. Believest thou this? How many believes tonight? I believe that on the day of Pentecost, Peter said, Repent, every one of you, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, to them that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And let me tell you right now, the word of God is calling them that are far off. Amen. Amen. That's what I said before as we started. Get get ready to rejoice. The word is here. Kill the fatted calf. God's doing exactly what he said he would do. Mercy. I believe he's the same God that was back there. I believe he's the same Holy Ghost that fell on the day of Pentecost. Is the same Holy Ghost that's here tonight. I believe the same power that's preached the gospel all night by Paul. When a man fell and killed himself, Paul laid his body on his body and it received life again. I believe that same Holy Ghost power is right here in a bunch of people that will make them sit hours after hours. Hello, somebody. I <laughs> know uh, we got a bunch of clock watchers. The Holy Ghost must not watch clocks. Oh, come on, son. don't get tight on me. It's all right. It's what we do. We enjoy church. Listen, I don't get all nervous when we got visitors here and we're here for three or four hours. It's what we do. Amen. We enjoy being in the house of God. I can remember when my life, my soul fed on all kinds of other things, and I never looked at the time. I never cared about it. He said, that's what makes the whole people sit there hours after hours in an old hot building. Uh-oh, we got air conditioning. We got padded pews. But what causes us to sit here? It's the glorious gospel of Christ. It's the Holy Ghost in our midst, moving our hearts. I believe he's the one that gives sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, speech to the dumb, and made the lame walk. I'll just give him my own testimony. For years now, I hadn't been able to have the sense of smell. Didn't really think much about it, because to be honest with you, and I don't mean to give glory to it, but sometimes it ain't no bad deal not to be able to smell. 
just be honest. So I just kind of lived with it. And I was, we talked talking to my wife. I said, you know, I guess I never have said I want my smell back. I, I just never have. I, I just said, well, it'll come back maybe. And it would kind of come and go a little bit. But about 99% of the time, it was gone. I mean, couldn't smell nothing. So we're talking about it. I said, you know what? I want my smell back. I believe God can heal me. Whatever it is, he can heal me. Just a few days later, my smell was back. Been back ever since. I believe he's that kind of God. I believe he's a God that makes the lame walk. I believe he's a God that's fulfilling his word and doing exactly what he promised he would. He's the same God as he was then. He has the same power he had then. Don't come in this house and limit God. Be expecting God to move among us. Be expecting God to rain down miracles and healings and deliverance and powers of God. He's the same God, so I expect him to be the same. Amen. I believe he's the one that can do all these things. I believe in every person here that's got the right to say, Jesus, I accept you now as my healer. I want my smell back, whatever it is. I want it back. Devil, you get off of it. I believe, he said, I believe these women would raise up out of the wheelchairs and walk out of the building. Hello, somebody. Man, whoever it is. I believe every man with a trumpet in his ear can't hear. Every man that would pull it out and be made well, hearing aids. He said, would God still do that? Sure did. Just, what, last year in, in Germany? Or was it Switzerland? Which meeting? Germany. Woman was there, come up for prayer and had hair days, went to, the, went to take a shower and realized she could hear the sounds around us, the water coming down. God had healed her, come the next day holding them in her hand. Amen. Believe God to do those kind of things. He's the same God. Amen. He, we can't just sit half dead and believe some kind of cold doctrine and expect to get something from God. We got to believe his word. We believe it all. Whatever it is, God, I'll take it. You got to believe that he is and a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. I believe he's here to perform everything he promised he would do. Come on, somebody. Amen. If there's sinners in here, I believe God will give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah. I believe God will save every sinner, fill every saint, will fill us up for the rapture. Believe us all this. He's the same God. I believe that he would do it. I believe that each one you believe it, if you'll believe it with your whole heart and see what God will do. Jesus, when he returned back, raised a dead man to life again. His soul had departed from return and returned back and lived in the flesh again. How many people, no doubt, went to see Lazarus after been raised from the dead? He said, I believe that's only a shadow. I'm so glad today I don't know what to do. I know I've become a bosom friend of his. You've become a bosom friend of his. We've had associations with him. We're today having our fellowship with him right now. Our names are written on the same book that he called Lazarus' name from. I believe there would be a resurrection one of these days when all those other dead in Christ and God will bring them with him. Then, brother, why can't we have an old-fashioned Holy Ghost meeting right here, right now, if he's that same kind of God? I believe in this meeting, dead can be raised. The power of God can fall upon hearts. I believe you. You say, well, I ain't felt God in a long time. You just say, God, I need a touch. 
I believe you're that kind of God and I'm going to receive what you have. These things shall I do also and more than this shall you do for I go to the Father. It's a double portion. Mercy. Yet a little while the unbeliever of the world will see me no more but you shall see me. You shall see me for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. If he has risen from the dead He's not a dead God. Sometimes, this is a prophet of God, he said, sometimes churches act like he's dead. But praise God, he's not dead. He's living forevermore. And he is here. And he will live his same life and do the same things that he promised. If he didn't, don't. He isn't God and his word's not right. For he said, you shall see me, for I'll be with you to the end of the world, even in you. Fear not, for I am he that was dead and is alive again forevermore. I have the keys to death and hell. I've already conquered. Don't fear no more. I am the God that's alive. I am the God that's alive, and not only am I alive, I'm faithful and true. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulsating into the church. It's, it's a life of God that's being pulsated into you. The same power, the same God, the same anointings, the same resurrections, the same everything. Because he's the same God. He has to be, or he ain't God. And if he ain't God, let's close this place up and go home. Let's quit it. I mean, there's no sense in playing church, but I believe he's the same God. That's why I come, because I want to see that same God. I want to see him in his manifestations. I want to see him, amen, manifested, not just a God up there somewhere that we're talking to, but a God that's real, walking among us. He's that kind of God. He's a God that can break your gloom today. <laughs> You've been all gloomy in that, that, that prison of a, of a grave somewhere the devil's throwed you in, wrapped you up in all kinds of stuff. He's a God that can come to your grave and stand there. Walk up to it and say, roll away the stone. Walk right up to it and not, not fear, not worry, roll away the stone. What confidence he had in his own word. Go ahead, move the stone out of the way. God's fixing to do something. Move it out of the way. God's fixing to do something. Amen, we ought to have that same confidence in him. Amen, start pushing those stones out of the way. That's what he told Martha and Mary. He said, move it out of the way. Amen, you allow things in your life and gloominess and bitterness and unbelief, move it out of the way. Thank God I'm through with this thing. I'm ready for him to walk up to my grave and I want to be ready when he comes. Amen, he's moving among us. What service is it going to be when he comes to your tomb? When he comes to where you're at and he says, come forth. And you was all bound up and you ain't been free in I don't know how many years. And all of a sudden the power of God fall upon your life. It's the same power that raised up Christ from the dead. And it falls on you. You stand up and the word says loose him and let him go. 
glory to God. There is a power in this word that'll loose every sinner. It'll loose every bitter spirit away from you. It'll loose every power of the devil. Because he's the same God with the same power, with the same signs. Oh, we ought to rejoice in this kind of God tonight. He's got the same power. Same God. He said, the same God that fall upon you is the same spirit by the same works, by the same power, by the same signs. It'll be in you also. And it'll raise you up. Hallelujah. Moses, when he led the children of Israel safely into the wilderness, he came to the Red Sea and the mountains on one side, desert on the other, Pharaoh's army behind, Red Sea ahead, trapped in this little trap. What was going to happen? It seemed like they were finished. Pharaoh's army by tens of thousands to ride them down. But the people began to murmur and complain, oh, we had better, should have just stayed back there in Egypt. But there was one among those people who had the flame of God's faith burning in his heart. He believed that a historical God could rise on the scene in any kind of difficulty. Moses stood with his hands up to God and prayed until the God of history rose up on the scene to make made God of the present. He opened up the way and the Israelites went through the waters on dry land. It's not long after that until Joshua led the same group or their children of the same group over over to Jordan. Here was the month of April and Jordan River was five times its size out of its banks. Looked like God was a poor military leader to come at this moment. But Joshua remembered there was a God of history 40 years ago that opened the Red Sea. And he called on that God, and that God became present. And that God came with the same power. It came in the God in the present crisis, and it opened the Jordan, they crossed over. Many years later in our text, we can read, he says in our text, when Elijah met the curse of the nation, here they was, they was unbelieving people, but he brought them to a showdown. And he rebuilt the altar to where it was. And he put the stones in his place. After all the, all the other false prophets had done their thing. Here comes Elijah and he brings it back. And he said, if God is God, whoever he is, let him answer by fire. What was he doing? He was a God of history. But he raised him up out of history for the present crisis. And he proved he was the same God. Down on the Jericho gate one day was a blind man sat on the road crying. All hope was gone. No doctors could do him any good. His money was spent. There was nothing left for him. He just sat there and died in his misery. But God of history came on the scene for the present crisis. And God opened his eyes. Amen. It was a boy, a man who had lost his little girl and she had died and he had sinned for Jesus. What was it? It was a God of history that came to a present for a present crisis. Listen, he's not just a God of history, but he wants you to call upon him and he'll show you the same God that was the God of history. It's the same God present for your need right now. For this moment, for this time, he's still the same God. Mercy. 
said, let me say today, my brother, sister, in this present day, when crisis, when there's a crisis on, cancer's eating the world up, diseases of all, kind of God, all kinds, the same historical God that cleansed the leopard, healed the sick, raised the dead, is the same God today. Can somebody say amen? He's waiting anxiously for his people to call him on the scene of action. Oh, my one who could forgive a heart for committing adultery seven times in a day. He who could cleanse a vile sinner and make him white as a lily. That same God of history lives today to clean every blackened heart of sin and unbelief. There's no sin too great. There's no sickness incurable. Not with this God. Amen. There's no devil too big. Not with this God. There's no circumstances impossible. Not with this God. There's no situation you're facing. Not with this God that he can't handle. He's waiting for you to call him up. He'll be the same God he was with David when he faced Goliath. He'll be the same one that fell in the fire for the three Hebrew children. He'll be the same one that walked the shores of Galilee. He'll be the same God. He has to be or he cannot be God. But God can do nothing if you leave him in history. Oh, man, 40 years ago, I used to just really enjoy the presence of God. What about today? Bring him up out of history. Bring him present. I believe that there's one filling, but many refillings. I believe the Spirit of God can fall upon us every service, and we can have a good time. Why we limit him to maybe once a month or once a year, once every 40 years? Let's have it every service. Say, God, fall upon me, move upon me, whatever it is, Lord. I want to be open to you, and you're moving in your spirit, God. Don't let me hinder you in one little way, even if it be in me. He's a historical God, but he's a present-time God. In the last days, he said, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. How much flesh we got here tonight? Come on now, what are y'all, there's flesh here, I think. Amen. On all flesh. Front row to the back in the mezzanine. All flesh, all the way up in there. All the way up here. Poured out. He said, I would pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen. This is what the God of history said. He would do in the present time. I say, God, pour it out. Amen. Not that we can just talk about an upper room, but we can have an upper room. Not we can just talk about David and Goliath, but we can defeat the Goliath in our life. Not that we can just talk about a good story, but we can experience for ourselves the same God that did that, did it for me. Hallelujah. What a God he is. He's a historical God, but he's a present-day God. He's waiting to be called out of history. What good does a historical God do us if he's only a historical God? What good has a historical God done Amram and Jochebed? What good would a historical God done Moses? What good would have done Lazarus? He'd still be dead bones. What good would a historical God do you tonight if he isn't the same today? But he is the same today. 
He forgives all of our sins. He heals all of our diseases. The historical God is wanting to be called out of history to shine in this last day, to shine in your hearts, to shine in your life, to live in your bodies. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Mercy. Find a spot here. What a God we serve. It says here, so people want to act like they do on earth and then go on and say they're going to heaven. He said, what a disappointment that's going to be. Jesus said, there will be many come to me in that day. They'll stand there by tens of millions. Say, I belong to this. I've done this. I've cast out devils. He said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. They wouldn't of his seed. He said, if you're, he said, all sons and daughters though of God, though, are led by the Spirit of God. They're moved by the Spirit. They stay right. Every action is with the Bible. All their doctrines stay right with the Bible. They won't vary on it. Where the Bible says it, they'll move right on. If they stop for a minute, they're trying to study and see which way to be, then the Holy Spirit reveals it, and he moves right on. He's done the same things, follows the same rules, lays the same foundation, the same God comes upon him, the same wonders, the same miracles, the same signs followed him. That followed him. He said, if you can't believe me, believe it. Being a man, believe the works that I do. If not the works of my Father, then don't believe me. There's works go with his faith, but watch how he does. He says, show me your works by your faith, and I'll show you my works by my faith, said Paul. But he said, the works that I do shall you do also. The same foundation, the same God, the same wonders, the same miracles, the same signs, everything the same. Said here, this is the Messiah in 61. He said, God called Messiahs. God called us, and we became kings and priests unto God. Like Jesus was God's high priest, we became a priest. God in fullness dwelt in him to shine forth the expression of God to a world. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. And as God was in Christ reconciling his world to himself, God comes into his church and anoints him some Messiahs. The same things he did in his church, the same power he had in his church, and his church becomes his dominion, and he's king over his dominion, and we are kings and priests offering spiritual sacrifices to God, the fruit of our lips giving praise in the name. There you are, Messiahs. Messiahs, little Messiahs. <laughs> Little anointed ones, anointed off of what? The main one. Anointed off the great one. With the same power, with the same signs, with the same wonders, with the same glory. The same everything because it's the same life. It's the same God living in this generation. It's, it's the same God. It's the same unction. We've seen the same thing take place as it took place there. I was just reading the, the accounts again of the bull. Brother Brandon walking out in that pasture and this killer bull come out and he looked at him and he reached for his gun, didn't have it. And he said he just began to speak to him. He said, and the word of God come out of him. And he said that bull went over and laid back down. Yeah. Happened again with some hornets. 
There were some hornets in a, in a yard, some in his yard there, and he was cut and back, bumped into them, and he's surrounded by them. That would be terrifying. But he said something began to come out of him. I'm sorry I did that to you. I didn't mean to disturb you. Just begin to speak to him. Everyone, he said, they lined up again in single file and went right back into their home. What was it? It was God controlling things. The same God. It was no different than God stepping on the brow of a boat and saying, peace be still. Now, we know Brother Branham wasn't God, but he was God in flesh. We're God. If we're, we're little messiahs. Come on, somebody. God has been made flesh again. All that he was, he poured into Christ. All of Christ was, he poured into who? The church, us. Amen. So it's no different. And we've seen it in our own times, in our own place, in this own church. The word of God, the unction of the Holy Ghost be given to a servant of God. And he speak, and it happens. That can also happen in a little mother. It can also happen in anyone who will yield themselves to the Holy Ghost. God moving in his people and God's wanting to do more and more. And well, listen, we're not getting less and less and less. I ain't looking for God to get less and less and less. I'm looking for him to pour out his spirit. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. I will do it upon all flesh. That's his word. It's not my word. I'm looking for it on all flesh. On the young people, the middle-aged, the old people, the musicians, the sound, whatever it is, pour it out. Whoever it is, pour it out. Moving our hearts and our lives. Begin to call those home. Amen. Let's just go to prayer. We bring this to a close. Follows the same rules. Has the same foundation. The same wonders. The same miracles. The same signs. God and his people. Oh, we can talk all day long about God of the Bible. God of 50 years ago. But what about God and you? Well, what is he doing through you? Is he calming the storms in your life? You're allowing him to step on the brow of your boat. In the middle of your little turmoil, say, peace be still. What's God doing in you? He's promised to give the same spirit. The same God. Mercy, I skipped over a lot of things. Just want to bring it in in this little time. Come expecting God to do great things. Come with your cup up. Thank God, fill me again. Pour it in me, Lord. Don't come satisfied on yesterday's laurels. Well, I, I've had some experiences, but God, I want new experiences. Every day. I want to walk with you, Lord. I want you to live in me. I wonder how many would say, Brother Timothy, I, I, I want that same God in me. In me, Lord. Just lift your hands to him, not to me, to him. Pour out your spirit upon me, Lord. How many desires are renewing the Holy Ghost? 
all you know you've been dried up. Say, God, pour over me one more time, Lord. Fill every fiber. Fill every place, Lord. Let me witness the same God in my heart, in my life, in my family, my home. He's just not, he's not just a God of church. He's a God of everyday life. Every moment surrendered. I wonder how many right now, you know the rocks that's been keeping you, them stones that's been covering you up. Begin to just move them out of the way. Push. Get them out of the way. Dig those ditches. Get ready for God to pour out. God, what about my family? Well, start digging it out. Move it out of the way. That old log that's been keeping you bound up, a bitterness and strife, throw it out of the way. That old anxiety there that's kept you out, just chunk it out of the way. Say, God, I don't want this thing to rule me no more. This old unforgiving spirit, I, I, I'm just going to cast it out. I'm not, that's not who I am. I forgive them. I forgive them, Lord. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father, you've seen the hands that were lifted all over this place. We're believers. We expect you to be the same God. We expect you to pour out your spirit upon all flesh as you promised. You said you would do it. And we believe you're that kind of God. We believe that you will, no matter what we believe, no matter if we have unbelief, you're still faithful. And you will fulfill your word. God, we just ask that you would just move in our midst, Lord, tonight, through this week, Lord. God, as we just would come back again. Lord, come expecting you to just do great things. Well, the prophet of God said, you love to be asked to do great things. And I'm asking you to fill every heart, every life, every home, Lord, every daddy, every mama, Lord, every son, every daughter, God, every wayward son, every wayward daughter, God, that you would begin to move. God, may it just begin, may the word that says come forth begin to go through wherever they're at. Go down into the deepest parts, Lord, and begin to pull up those bodies that have been dead and bring them back alive again in Christ Jesus. We commit this service in your hands, everything to be said and done for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Let's just sing this together. Pour your spirit out on me. Fall just like the rain. Saturate. My thirsty soul, come and fall afresh on me. Fill my cup again. Heal my heart more. Oh yes, I need you. Oh, pour your spirit out. I'll sing it again. Pour your spirit. Come and follow and fall fresh 